Imagine what it would be like to deal with abuse and addiction. Picture being the party guy, not being able to say no, because everyone knew who to call when it was Friday night. But then you found running. You found a real passion. You found something in your life to replace the parties and the drinks and everything that goes along with the late nights. You decided who was really important in your life, and that was your family. It was your spouse. It was your kids. And now you run for them every step. Every time you push through, every time you break a new barrier, it's for the most important people in your life. Not only that, but it's for yourself. Zalmi is very open and honest in this interview. I'm so grateful he had the courage to come on and share these deep details with us that some of us have no idea what it's like to deal with the struggles of addiction. In this interview, you're going to hear exactly what it's like to make a conscious decision for yourself and your family, to rise to the top, to set goals, to break through them and become a brand new person. This is Drew, and you're listening to the Transformations Through Running Podcast. Just before we jump into the show, a quick word from our sponsor, which is coming at you from us, True Form. <laughs> this is what we do, health and nutrition, fitness and lifestyle. I'm not sure I mentioned it before on this podcast, but I played professional baseball for about 10 years. That's right, I traveled all over the world. I played in the US, Canada, Australia, Germany. It was a great adventure. <laughs> but the reason I want to bring that up is because for me, I felt like I was an average athlete. I didn't find my full potential until I found exercise and nutrition, more directly nutrition. And when I got to the US, I grew up in Canada, came down to the US, and I wasn't that great of an athlete. So I had to find an edge. I had to find a way to stand out. I had to find a way to get better. I found that through nutrition and exercise. I knew that if I put foods in my body that would fuel me, that would help me recover quicker, help me be faster, stronger, compete at a higher level, I also found more mental clarity as well which is important for a sport like baseball. may not be for running in particular, but I can tell you without a question, I wouldn't have made it to where I did without nutrition, without putting these quality foods in our body, putting together meal plans and recipes and different combinations to heal my body and, get, and make me the best athlete possible. So that's something that we do, something that we offer at True Form. We put together customized meal plans that include recipes, grocery shopping lists, and a number of other things to help you stay on track. We also offer support as well. Well, so if that's something you're interested in, head over to trueformlife.com or you can find us on any social media platform. Feel free to shoot us a message, ask us some details. We'll tell you more about what we do, how we can help, and we can go from there. Once again, if you're looking for any recipes, grocery shopping lists, we can definitely help you out. We do put together at home workouts as well, but more specifically, if you're looking for food to help you stay on track, to help you get to the next level, to help your body heal quicker at a more efficient level, we can definitely help with that. Again, more details are at trueformlife.com. All right, welcome to another edition of Transformations Through Running. We have another guest here with us today. I am super excited to get into this interview. Welcome to the show, Zami. Hey, thanks, Drew, for having me. It's our pleasure. I know you have a, your own unique story, just like each and every one of our guests coming on Transformation Through Running here. Again, thank you so much for being here. I would love to jump into it. Maybe you could start off with sharing some details about yourself before I get into my questions of the show. Sure. Um, I am 30 years old. Um, I was born in Miami, grew up in Israel, and came out to California for the South Bay um, just a little bit over 10 years ago. 
Um, I am married with two little boys and a third one on the way in January. Wow, congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. So for so you've been here for 10, why did you move from Israel to, did you come straight from, to, oh no, we, we went from Israel to Miami and then to South Bay? No, so I was born in Miami, grew up in Israel. Um, I came out to the South Bay when I was 17, 18, and just for summer, and I fell in love with the place, and I'm like, hey, I want to live here one day, and uh, my dream came true, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a beautiful place to live, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. And what, So why the travel, if you don't mind me asking? You going bouncing back and forth to different areas, any reason? Um, no, I just uh, needed somewhere to go for the summer, and I have a sister uh, that lives here out, uh, in Redondo Beach, so um, I asked her if I come for summer, and I came to visit, and that was it. The rest is history. <laughs> nice to have family out here as well. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so getting into some of the main topics here, you decided that running was something that you wanted to get into. What ignited that, and why did you decide to start running to begin with? Sure. So um, in 2015, uh, my wife actually convinced me to run a half marathon with her, um, the uh, half of the LA marathon. And I'm like, no way. Like, I don't run. Um, I was actually a heavy smoker, a heavy drinker. Um, and she basically did convince me that I'm going to do it. How? By me just telling her, you know what? I'll run it. Just leave me alone. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> Um, so in January, I went for my first run, um, January, 2015 and I lasted about a half a mile, maybe a little bit more. And I'm like, Oh, this, this is hard. Um, anyhow, fast forward a little bit later, I went for like six, seven runs total. And then I told my wife, I'm going to run it with you, but I'm not really going to train. Anyhow, fast forward to the half marathon. I ran it with her, um, just under two hours actually. Um, and that was it for running really for me. Um, for quite some time. Um, she wanted me to get into running because she wanted me to be healthier. Um, but um, for me, it really came a little bit later on when I decided um, that I really want to get into running. Um, just a little backstory. So um, when I was younger, um, I was sexually abused. And that really started a lot of things in my life. And at the age of 14, 15 already, I was getting blackout drunk and things only got downhill from there. Um, and yeah, I was just drinking a lot, smoking, doing some drugs, and I got married, thought it's gonna fix all my problems, and it didn't, it actually made things a little bit worse. Um, and in 2000, mid-2015, um, I shared my story with, um, with one of my close friends, and it, from there, I started seeing help, a therapist, and I started trying to work on myself and wanted to become better. But it really didn't take away, like nothing helped my drinking, nothing helped my problems. And then in 2016, I got introduced to a club called the South Bay Runners Club um, here in the South Bay. And I decided, you know what, this is something that I want to try. I, ran, I know I ran the, 2000, uh, the half marathon in 2015. And I gave it a shot and I decided I'm going to run a marathon. So I set two goals when I actually got into running was one to run a marathon and I run I wanted to run it in three hours and 33 minutes. Uh, uh, Why is that? Uh, um, just 
I'm a big fan of Dwayne Wade, and he was number three. So I'm like, <laughs> three, 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 and 33 seconds. Everything just made sense, number threes. Um, and my second goal was to run a sub-five-minute mile, um, which I had no idea what that really meant. Um, but that's really how I started getting into it. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'd love to hear some details. So you were starting to see a therapist, and then you started to make some changes in your life. Then someone introduced you to the South Bay Running Club, and you started to run with them. Is that where you found your love of running? Yeah, so that's when I definitely started feeling like, hey, this is cool. This is something I can do that's actually a little bit healthy. Like, I'm like kind of an addict. So even I tried playing sports, like a basketball league, but I used to like get drunk the night before. And I'm a party. Like, I love partying. So the morning after just didn't really work out well, the game. And running, really, even the beginning when I started running, I didn't fall in love with it right away. Um, let, let me actually, I did fall in love with the running, but it didn't make me want to change my life behavior, like partying at nights, Saturday nights, the weekends. Um, but the South Bay runners, um, really, they were very supportive and kept telling me, you could do this, you got this. And they had no idea who I was. So it's pretty cool, like random people telling me, you got this. So I kept to it and I was running. And then I ran the marathon in 2016. And I didn't hit my goal. I hit the wall really hard. Um, and I said, I'm never doing this again. It was like, it was hell. Um, I just got still on there, just under four hours, which that was the positive. Like, so one thing I was like, okay, you know what? That could have been a lot worse. Um, and I also hit my five minute mile um, at the end of 2017 on my birthday. So that was pretty cool. Um, the real love and the, what changed everything was when I realized that, hey, I hit a sub four hour marathon, I hit a five, sub five minute mile, what else can I do? Like there's so much out there. And I'm like, the sky's the limit, like with this running thing, like I think I could do anything. I started feeling unstoppable and it just took off and I started putting a lot more hours into it. Um, and oh, the middle, uh, I ran a 313 marathon after that. And then I run a sub three hour marathon in 2000, uh, when was it? 2018 and BQ'd. So it just, I'm right now in the middle still of falling, falling in love with running more and more by the day. That's crazy. So it seems like you've been able to do a lot in a short amount of time to reach your running goals. Um, yeah, it feel it feels like forever, but <laughs> yes, it, it's just been just about three, four years that, uh, I've been working at it, and the last year it's been really the main, like really, really putting in the work um, a lot, a lot more. Like I'm putting in 90, 100 miles a week lately of running, and really trying to hit some some pretty aggressive goals that I set for myself. So when it comes to addiction, is this a, a nice replacement? I mean, of course, it's a bit positive, more positive and, and healthier. But does this replace that addiction of maybe going out, partying? And now you have something else to focus on and something else to work towards? Yeah, so it definitely helps. I realized with running, running taught me that there's a lot more to life and to happiness, like pure happiness. And I just, this is so much more worth it. Like, you know, they say the sky's the limit. I'm like, happiness, there's, there's no limit to happiness. And I realized with running is that the more I work at it, the more I prove myself that I could do more. And nothing just nothing could nothing could give me that feeling, and it definitely definitely helped me with my addictions, um, 
I'm now actually sober for just over nine months. So, congratulations. Um, yeah, so it's been really like the last nine months. That's where I really like dove in and said, you know what, I got to go at this. I got to give it what I got. I want to feel more. I just want to be happy. And this is real. Like running taught me that these feelings are real. There's real feelings of happiness here. I don't need anything to 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 give me that little satisfaction. Running is just a lifestyle, and I just love it. All right, we're going to take a quick break here, but when we come back, Zalmi's going to talk more about addiction. I'm going to ask him specifically about this topic. I just want to mention that we are on social media. I know many times it's difficult to connect or find out where people are because there's so much going on. There's so much noise and information going out there, but we would love to connect. We're very involved in the running community. This is a bit newer for us at this time, but we're excited to be involved and participate and be a part of the community, and we love to connect, and we love to communicate and share and send messages and see how everyone's doing. We also, we're also we also putting up information about these shows, so we're going to tell you who's coming on next. We're going to tell you about when a show has been released, so you definitely want to stay on track or stay up to date as to who's coming on and what show's been released because those are exciting times. We're excited to share these stories with you, with the running community and each one of you and we're always excited to have brand new guests on as well so if you'd like to join us shoot us a message on social media or if you know someone that would be a great fit definitely let us know so we can be in contact with them and get them lined up for an interview we're on facebook at facebook.com slash trueformlife we're also on instagram that's instagram.com slash drew tadia so find us there check out some of our posts and information lots about health fitness lifestyle more details on how you can become a better athlete through nutrition exercise and the things that are going on in your regular lifestyle is the, like the addiction part of your life is that something that you are continually thinking about is it constantly on your mind or is it or is it just basically running that you're thinking about i, I guess I, I just wondering i suppose like is it still something you struggle with to stay away from like when you walk by a bar or some friends are having uh, beers or how does that work for you sure so at times in the beginning when i stopped um nine months ago it was definitely harder um Lately, it's definitely been easier. Um, of course, I still want to go out sometimes and have a beer here and there, but I just know where that goes. Um, so I definitely did give up a lot of my social life. I was a big party guy. I was the one that arranged all the parties, and I was a man to go to for the weekends, you know, like uh, <laughs> we were going to go out and have a good time. Um, so, yeah, I definitely gave up a lot over there, and I do miss it sometimes, um, but I, this, I won't replace what I got right now with anything um, also, a, a big thing when I do have desires to, to drink and go out at night, especially on the weekends, um, I really go to sleep early. Um, so I'll go to bed like at 7, 30, 8 o'clock um, on the weekends for sure and sometimes even earlier during the week as well because I want to wake up at the same time that I used to go to bed. So I used to go to bed at around 4 a.m., um, especially on the weekends or sometimes the weekdays. So now I make sure I'm out there running at those times to really like remind myself why I'm not out there. Um, drunk or blackout somewhere or whatnot. That's awesome. I wake up at 4 a.m. too. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> People think I'm crazy, but it, like I feel like I go to bed. I don't go to bed at seven or eight. I go to bed at eight. I'm in bed by eight thirty, and I'm uh, asleep by nine. And uh, I feel so much more productive working in the mornings, and then in the evenings when I'm not really working or really doing anything productive, like flipping through a news feed or watching a movie, I'm sleeping. 
<laughs> that is awesome. Finally, I meet somebody else that's uh, up that early. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems to make so much sense in my life right now. And it, it's funny that people think it's so crazy, but I'm like, just just try it. Like, as long as you're getting the hours of sleep you need to get, it doesn't matter when you're waking up or going to sleep. Right? <laughs> For sure. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so what are some running goals that you have coming up here in the future? Is there anything that you're working towards? Uh, yeah, so um, when I hit six months of sobriety just about three months ago, um, I went for a 30-mile run um, because I need to do something crazy. And during that run, um, I'm like, you know what? What if I go for a year? Uh, what if I hit a year of sobriety? Like, I got to do something crazier. <laughs> so I'm like, what could, be a, what could be more crazy than a three-hour, I mean, 30-mile run? So I made a goal to try to hit a 430 mile um, on my year anniversary. So that will be December 23rd. So right now I'm really focusing on um, the mile. I'm going to try to get down to a 430 mile. People told me I'm crazy. It takes years. I'm like, I am crazy. Uh, <laughs> That's what I do. Like if it's hard, I got like even more so. It'll keep me on tr- track. I'll make sure I go to bed on time. I, I, I don't have time really to, to go out for sports. It's just family, running, family, running, and really staying healthy, being healthy. So the main goal is a 430 mile in December. And then obviously, uh, I would love to hit my dream goal of a marathon, uh, a 230 marathon in the next maybe four or five years. Um, But that's down the line. So it seems like, so you used to be known as the party guy. And now you're known as the crazy guy that runs? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's a cool replacement. And I like that title a little bit better too. (laughs) <laughs> all right so that's something yeah. that you're working towards now how often are you currently running like when you are running and getting up early how how what is your training schedule look like yeah so most mornings um i'm out uh out of the house uh around 4 a.m um 4 30 latest and um one of the main reasons for that is to motivate me and to remind myself that i used to go to bed at that time um and another thing that helps is my wife um she goes to CrossFit every morning, and she I know that she loves going in the morning. So I need to be home at 545 for the wife to go to CrossFit. So the earlier, so the so if I want to run long, I try to wake up earlier to get even an extra an extra 20 minutes here and there of running for her to leave. Um, but I pretty much train almost every day now. This is recently because my goals got a little bit more aggressive, so I'm picking it up a notch. But I usually run six to seven times a week. Um, most of my runs are nice and easy recovery runs. So I'm running uh, between 9 to 10 minute pace, most of my runs. Um, I do speed work on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Um, and the rest of my runs are just really nice and easy, just enjoying the journey. And so you said recovery. Is there anything else you do besides your reco- like for recovery besides your recovery runs? Like, Are you regular stretcher or roller or anything like that? Yeah, so uh, I I lack with the stretching. I am not flexible. I try. It's just so hard, um, especially when I finish a run and then I get home to, uh, like, after work, I get home to the kids. And then when I start stretching, I'm like, I start falling asleep because, like, my body's <laughs> exhausted. But I do try to commit to foam rolling um, and uh, uh, foam rolling about for 10 minutes a day. Um, in the mornings, I do a little bit of cross training as well um, while I train um I have actually a brother and brother-in-law that come to my house around 6.15 a.m. when I'm done my run, and they come over for a small workout, and I help them out as well. So while they're working out, I'll get a little workout in and a little bit of the stretching. That's where I get it in. 
That's awesome. So they come over every day, just about every day, to come and work out with you? Yeah, they come over. Um, we do a little workout. Well, they're doing mainly the work. I'm stretching, doing a little bit of the workout. But, yeah, um, we, we, we started this recently, just about two, three months ago. So they've been going strong, and uh, I'm proud of them. Do you have a workout area in your home, or how come you decided, or why are they coming over to your place? Um, well, they needed some motivation to, to get moving. Um, so I suggested, I'm like, guys, I get home after my run in the morning and I'm, I have free time for half an hour to 45 minutes till my kids wake up. So I offer them to come over. Yeah. I offer them to come over to my place and I'll try to help them and work out with them. So that's really how it started. And what does nutrition look for you? Look like for you? Are you someone that pays attention to what you're eating or are you a runner that doesn't really care <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um so i i never cared what goes in my body um i ate and drank you know a lot of coke coffee everything but nine months ago once i went sober um i started realizing i'm like you know what if i'm ready starting to teach my body how to be healthy and staying away from the alcohol and drugs i'm like let's try let's take it a step further so i stopped drinking soda um no caffeine i actually really careful about what i eat now um i i don't eat i stay away pretty much from sugar uh, sweets and i'm just trying to really teach my body how to fuel off the healthiest i want my body to be the healthiest it could be because that's the only way i'll know that i gave it 110 percent in order to hit that 430 mile and for your like eating throughout the week is there something that you focus on do you like to eat like a plant-based diet do you eat whatever types of food as long as it's clean that comes your way like what kind of nutrition does you and your family look at throughout the week yeah um so i actually don't know 100 percent. i trust my wife with that i told my wife i want to eat healthy and she knows nutrition and all these things she that she studied so i trust her but yeah a lot of salads um some protein um uh and a little bit of carbs i started doing a lot of portion control um but I don't really know. I just trust my wife with whatever she makes. <laughs> nice to have her there helping crazy, you out. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you guys ever work out together? Um, we d we never did workouts together. I did join her for a CrossFit class once, but I'm like, this is too intense for me. Um, <laughs> but um, no, we do some stretching here and there together, um, but actual workouts, no. So she doesn't come and run with you and you don't go and you, you guys should probably, you guys should swap once in a while, see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do tell her sometimes, like, hey, do you want to go run at 4 a.m. or whatnot? Like, I don't mind sleeping in a little bit. No. <laughs> but we do get sometimes, just because we have two little boys at home, so that's why we can never really go together um, on runs. It does work out once in a while if they're in school and I get off early or something, like we can get a few minutes in, but it doesn't happen often. Yeah, it's got to be challenging with two little ones. They're probably active, too. How old are they? Yeah, five and six, two boys. Okay. <laughs> and Definitely active. <laughs> So for them, does it fuel you at all to show them the healthy lifestyle and being active and um, offering some, how do you say it, as a role model for, for the, your younger kids? A hundred percent, 100%, 100%, especially what, like, again, I'm just sober now for nine months, but what I, I, what I probably put them through and my wife through in the first few years of my marriage, I'm completely different now. Now it's really giving them everything healthy, a role model, waking up on time, making sure they're organized and they actually do CrossFit every Sunday morning. And I actually take my kids for a run here and there 
Um, they actually ran the longest run the other day, two miles. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. um, or that, that was really awesome. Um, but yeah, definitely. They're very active, like push-ups, whatever. I get down on the floor and do some push-ups <laughs> here and there. They, they're, they're right in. They, they got full, full of energy. <laughs> is, it, is it challenging, like the things that ha- have happened in the past or the things that I would say maybe in a past life of yours, is it challenging to, to let that go and, and move on and continue to work to be a better person? Um, it's definitely challenging. It gets in my way. Um, but I always remember I had so much discipline and commitment back in the day to so many negative things or just partying. And I, it was like a religion for me. Like you got to go out Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And I just took all that. And I'm like, I just put it in right now. Like we got to be disciplined. The same I was disciplined and committed back then to everything else. I'm like, now we're disciplined, committed to myself, to my family, to my wife, because Really, without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I just got to keep strong. And they are my motivation. I am my motivation. We motivate each other. And we just we just keep going. Yeah, I love that. That is awesome. I feel like there's so many people dedicated to things that are less than productive. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, but, you don't have to be like a, a, a big party. I'm talking about people that are like, Friday night is pizza night. Or right. or Saturday sure. night is like I, I, whatever it is I don't know it's something that's less productive. But if you took that same focus and and put it to your to positive things in your life, you'd be so much healthier, so much happier. One hundred percent. They say the best investment is yourself, right? So, what, what is your environment? Environment for me is something I, I always look at, and I. Um, I went to college and we partied and I had a lot of people surrounding me with alcohol and less than positive things. It it was a bit challenging for me to get out of that lifestyle as well, but I had to change my environment as well. Was it difficult for you to change the people that you're hanging out with or the people that you were calling or were calling you on the weekends or even during the week? Yeah, definitely. It was very, very difficult, um, especially in the beginning. And it was more like, what am I giving up? Like, is this... Is this going to be forever? Like, am I not able to go out anymore? Um, A lot of these thoughts were coming into my head. But as time went on, I realized actually who's who really wants to hang out with me, regardless of what I do. Um, So if I'm not drinking, like who still wants to hang out when I do go out? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it actually taught me like, okay, some friends were there. They're they're just for the party. Um, Some people are there for your company. And. But I didn't need to make changes. Um, however, now I'm at a place where actually I go out with some of my friends that I used to go out with. And I'll hang out with them um, once in a while. And I have no problem. I don't even get it. I have no desire to drink when I'm out with them. So I'm at a really good place right now where if I do go out once in a while, it's not the biggest deal for me. Um, I do go to bed earlier. So I do wrap up the night a little bit earlier. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Family, fa- I did start surrounding myself a lot more, obviously, with family. Back in the day, I was a lot more focused on, obviously, I thought friends is the way to go, and friends will be there for the rest of my life, and it's only about friends. And family wasn't as important, or at least I didn't realize how important family was. Um, and then with recovery and supporting me, I realized how important family, close friends, and really got, bringing back what I really wanted my whole life, which I didn't really have. Yeah, that getting up at 4 a.m. is a, is a bit challenging when you want to go and hang out with friends. But we, like, we try to plan 
like early afternoons or mid afternoons as opposed to dinners. Um, right. That, that's something that's helped us. And then I don't know, like maybe it goes hand in hand. Like one of the things is like, it's challenging to, to like, like your, how do you say your entertainment life or your, <laughs> your friends and family, like it's a challenge in getting up so early, but it also helps you like, well, you say, well, I'm not going to be able to do that because I'm getting up early and I don't want to sleep for three hours tonight. So uh, I think that's helped us stay on track as well. And most people would think it's uh, a negative, but I think it's a positive because usually when you're going out, right. you're going out or you're staying out super late, you're not doing anything productive anyways. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. So for you moving forward, you got some goals. You got some goals that you're uh, looking forward to. You got some work. You sound like you're a new focused individual. Is there anything that you would share with some of our audience that could help them get on track or that would help them uh, achieve some of the goals that they're looking for? Yeah, sure. So what keeps me going a lot is, believe it or not, is a lot of also I live off motivational quotes. and I listen to motivation. I used to be listen to a lot of music and stuff, and now in the car I just listen to motivational speeches and quotes, um, and that really I just live and thrive off that. But if I could give a message out there to people that want to get healthier or struggle with any sort of addiction, is really just start committing to yourself and start investing in yourself. Start with two minutes a day for yourself. So whatever it is you do during the day or night, give yourself two minutes to do something for yourself, and that makes you really truly happy. Um, alcohol addictions, food, it makes you happy for a little bit, but do something that you'll remember that you did it for yourself. So take two minutes a day, start there, invest in yourself. There's so much out there. There's so much you could achieve. The sky's the limit. And just, I, I really, really, that's one of the main goals is really just going out there, helping as well. So grab onto something that you, you and just go with it. Don't give up, stay committed. You might be motivated, but you gotta stay disciplined. You gotta stay committed to it, and go after you. Just dream big. Go big. Do you have a favorite motivational speaker? I do not. Believe it or not, I do not. It's I live off quotes. It's not even the speeches. I live on off these small quotes okay. um, that keep me going. And then, all right, before I let you go here, we're gonna wrap things up. But I want you to take us, sure. if, if you can, I want you to take us to a time in one of your runs, one of your most challenging runs. Maybe you succeeded. Maybe you failed. Maybe you had a great time or maybe it was less than, but take us there visually so we can see what it was like for you to maybe get through that most challenging time or maybe the, the struggle that we that you was going through mentally, physically. Anything that stands out in your mind for one of these runs that we want to take our audience to? Sure. So it was actually, are you talking about a race or a random any run? Any run that stands out that you'd like to share with us. Yeah, so I had a... On, uh, it was on Tuesday night we do Threshold uh, with SBRC and Tuesday there was a huge company event a uh, big party and every year I got hammered with them obviously and that Tuesday I actually I didn't go sober yet but I decided I'm not going to drink with everybody and because I have Tuesday night Threshold and I'm going to go through that run and I'm going to give it my all anyhow I went to the party I didn't drink I went. I left early I went to get ready for my track night and it was 40 minutes at Threshold and I just went. I'm like, I'm going to break all my PRs. Like, I know they're going to be unofficial because I'm not on race. I'm going to break my 5K, 10K times, and I'm just going to go at it. And I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. And during the – I wanted to quit like 20, 30 minutes in. And the only thing I kept telling myself, like, I gave up my whole day 
just for this, just that I could have a successful run. There's no giving up. And I just hung out. I hung. I was hanging on that thought and the, the reason why I gave everything up. And I, I really had my best till today. I, till, till today, that was my best track workout I've ever had. That's awesome. You get a chance to think about the things that you're willing to sacrifice to, you know, reach your goals and reach your dreams. I think that's a great example of it. Yeah, I was just that really what was pushing me through. Like, you got this. There's no stopping. Pain is temporary. You gave up your whole day for this. So go get it. Was it challenging to say no to the party that you're used to going to? Um, then it was, it was a lot more challenging. Yes, it was definitely a challenging party. I gotta say, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what made my workout even so much greater. That's awesome. All right, Zami, that's gonna wrap things up for this episode. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Thanks for being a part of our running, our transformations through running, and for being here with us today. Thank you so much, Drew. Thank you for having me. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Transformations Through Running. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for sticking around till the end. Hope you got something out of that story. I think these stories are amazing. Everyone has a personal story that's important to them that can help inspire or change lives in one way or another, which is why we put this show together. Every single person should have the opportunity and a platform to share with the world and that's why we're here again thank you for being here check us out on social media you can find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife you can also find us on instagram instagram.com slash drewtadia and more details about meal planning recipes grocery shopping list if you want some specific meal plans to you we also have a supportive group as well online if you're interested in joining but we can definitely get you going in the right direction if meal planning is a struggle for you if you're not sure what to eat if you're not sure how you can help improve your health or improve your runs or get stronger and faster and better through nutrition i'm telling you from first-hand experience it can happen and it does happen and we can show you how to do that if you get a chance to subscribe on itunes we would love that it takes two seconds and it means so much to us if you would also leave a review we don't need anything long or drawn out any kind of review really makes a difference it helps us move up in the rankings which means we're more easily found when someone's searching for a show like this one so we'd so much appreciate a review on itunes if you're an itunes person and a subscription and if you're listening on spotify a follow is the same as a subscription unfortunately you can't leave a review on spotify but if you're listening on another type of platform or if you want us to get on another platform let us know we'll definitely try to make that happen and once again thank you so much for being here hope to catch you on the next show